SCF Highway to Hope podcast here on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. I'm your host, Shannon Courier, the Director of Philanthropy with the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. And of course, I'm joined by Greg Thompson. I always use this term when I talk about Greg, illustrious. He is my illustrious and super experienced, wisdom-giving producer of this podcast and we're wrapping up our six-part series with Sarah Collin from New York Life on financial health. Well, Shannon, speaking of wisdom, you and Sarah have shared so much through this series through the first five parts and if you haven't listened to the first five parts, you need to go back. We've broken them up where you can get them in bite-sized pieces. Each one of them kind of stand alone. Each one of them plays into the other one. But it's been a very interesting series in that we've spent five parts of this series essentially talking about the foundation of your financial house. That tells you a little bit about how important that foundation is. All of the things that we covered in there. If you have that foundation, you can then build the body and the roof of the house, which is what we're going to be talking about in this final episode. Yes, and as I have said in every episode, do not tune out. This is important information, whether you do anything with it immediately or not. It's good information. So listen to it now, and then it will live forever if you want to come back to any of these six episodes on Podwheels Powered by Radio Nemo site, as well as the St. Christopher site. This is great information, and you can take the pieces that you want to really focus on and hone in on that information. So in this final episode, we're going to talk about, like you said, the roof of the house. That is the last part. You get the foundation set. You get those walls built. Now you're going to put that roof on and hopefully you have a strong, sturdy structure in place that is going to last you for years and years. So we're really back to that word planning that we started with from the beginning. So what happens when you plan early? What happens when you start planning late? Are there options for both people in different parts of their life? Yes, there are. There's a lot of information in this final episode about retirement. Well, Shannon, let's take a listen to the final part of our six-part series on financial health as we talk about the body and the roof of your financial house. What is the first thing I should put into place? If I have no insurance of any kind, is there a first place to start? In my mind, I'm thinking health insurance, but I don't know. Would that be the first place to start? So yes and no. I mean, it's going to vary from person to person. I think the health insurance is a very important thing. Just like anything else, there's customizable plans out there. So if someone's like fairly young and fairly healthy, and I don't really see the importance of health insurance, I don't go to the doctor very often. I really don't want to pay for it. The way that health insurance is structured is you pay your monthly premium. And then when something happens, there's a deductible that gets paid and then an out-of-pocket maximum. So those are the two things based on what those numbers are, how high and how low that deductible and out-of-pocket maximum are. Those are the two things that are going to basically dictate how much your insurance is going to cost every month and then how much your paying out of pocket when something major happens. But there's a way in which they can be structured where your monthly cost is lower. You go to your doctor once a year, every few years, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, maybe your out of pocket maximum is higher. Maybe it's 
$8,000, $10,000. But if you have something major happen that costs $100,000, you're still only paying $10,000. It's much easier to pay that $10,000 on a payment plan. And you can probably get some grants from the hospital and they'll get rid of a few thousand dollars or something like that. That's much more manageable than a $100,000 medical bill. You can pay off $10,000. If you're diligent, depending how much money you make, you could pay off $10,000 in a year. You can do it in two or three years. $100,000, that is a beast to tackle. It's like student loan debt. You drown in it. People are either able to pay it off or they pass away with it. So the health insurance, yes, it's important. I would say for people, if you have children, life insurance, there is nothing worse than someone passing away in a household early and there's children and there's a wife and they can't pay for a burial. They can't pay for a cremation. So you can't even like honor or remember the person the way that you'd like to, but then you also have no idea how you're going to pay rent, how you're going to put food on the tables, how you're going to pay the next utility bill. And that is something that can be a very emotional experience for a family and for young kids. I think that something like that would fall into some form of the trauma category. (laughs) If you're a young kid, you're eight, nine years old, and one day your dad doesn't come home. And the next thing you know, you're moving out of the house that you've been in since you can remember, or the lights are off and they're not turning on. There's just all these things that can happen. And it really, really is devastating. It's really heartbreaking. We've never considered life insurance. Some is better than none. Exactly. That's another thing that people think it's way more expensive than it is. That is a can of worms in and of itself. But there's so many different types. The cost ranges vastly depending on what you want to put into place. But if you're in your prime working years, you have a family, you have no insurance, and you need something, I mean, you can get a good amount of coverage for not very much. And that varies. I've had people come to me and we're able to put coverage in place that costs $25 a month. Not very much varies by the person that you're talking to, but it's not as expensive as you might think. But then it's kind of hard to say what's the most important type because you have family and you're working and you don't have life insurance, need life insurance in case you pass away early, but then you need to protect your income. So that's where the disability insurance comes into place. So they all kind of connect. So it's hard to say which one should be put in place first, but a lot of the times you can put insurance in place and you can kind of put like a minimal amount in. So I think that is the more important thing is to make sure that you have your protection needs in each area. And it doesn't have to be the maximum amount. You figure out like what you can spend, what's comfortable for you. And then you reassess it in a few years. That's the standard in our industry. From the time that someone places any coverage with us, we do a policy review within that first year. And then typically on average, we do every three to five years after that. Obviously the client can reach out to us if they have any needs or questions before then, but it's in our calendar. It's in our system. Hey, this person, they need their policy review, call them, sit down with them. So it's something that it's a consistent relationship with whoever your planner and your person is. Yeah. So there's a starting point for everybody is what we're saying. There's a starting conversation. There's a minimum coverage you can put in place for minimal amount of money, much less than what you might think. But getting started on that foundation is what is so important. Yes, absolutely. So I know you spent a lot of time talking about this foundation. So I hope kind of like the importance resonates with everyone who's listening, because when you start to get some cracks in the foundation, it can really affect the body and the roof of the house. But I do want to kind of just touch on the importance of the body and the roof of the house as well. So the body of the house is this accumulation portion of the house. And this is going to 
really be built throughout your prime working years. So our prime working years, it's usually like 30 to 60-ish, the biggest chunk of years that we're in the workforce. And this is the time that we are building our net worth, we're investing in assets, we're saving money, we're investing money. I don't want to say what's the point of a foundation with no body, but we are part of the body of our house because we are valuable individuals, right? We bring a lot to the table to our jobs. We bring a lot to the table for our families, but you can't be the only portion of the body of your house. We have to make sure that we're directing our money in the right places so that eventually that body, you have the body built and then you can work on the roof of your house, which is your preservation and getting through retirement and having a retirement that's enjoyable and that you've envisioned. I think the worst thing is when there isn't a focus on that accumulation, there isn't a focus on that preservation. We work for 30 years, 30 plus years. And then before we know it, we get to our retirement age and we're like, where did time go? What just happened? I can't even retire right now. This isn't how I pictured my life when I set out into the real world as an adult, as a working adult. I think a lot of truck drivers would say that. I heard many truck drivers tell me personally, personal conversation, I'll be working until the day before I die. I'll probably never be able to retire. There's some people that they want to do that, but there's a difference between wanting to do that and choosing to do that. Having to do it is entirely different. So I want people to kind of just take everything in. Everyone's goals, they're going to be different. This is something that people need to think about. I don't really want to go into the different types of investments that people can make, accumulate the body of their house. We'd be here till next year, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's things that people can call you and discuss with you one-on-one. Talking about this in general, it's just a lot of information to consider anyway. My gosh, if we dug into all that, yeah, we talked to next week about all that. And there's a lot to understand with all of those different things. So I think it's good to keep it a little higher level. And then when people want to make those calls to talk with you and consult, then you can dig deeper individually because not everybody's going to want all types of different investments. So as you talk to people, that are ready to start doing some of this planning, you're going to have an idea of what kind of investments are going to work for them, right? Exactly. And that's why I don't really think that it makes sense to kind of dive into that because there's like that analysis paralysis. Then people almost have too much information and they become so focused on needing to know like every detail of everything that's out there before they start putting a plan in place. And really there's no need for someone who doesn't work in the financial services industry to know what every investment vehicle is, what every retirement vehicle is. You need to know what your options are for you. And there's going to be multiple options. And I think it's important that when you're finding someone to be your financial planner, your retirement planner, your insurance agent, you need to understand that it's a long-term relationship. So I think it's important that you find someone that you feel comfortable with, someone that you have like a good gut feeling about, someone that you like, you take a liking to, and someone that you feel is trustworthy. You can trust them to help handle your protection needs, help handle your finances and your retirement. Take your time with finding your person, but not too much time. <laughs> 
<laughs> if that makes sense. Really what it comes down to is like, if you start planning earlier rather than later, you said multiple times, it's never too late to plan. But the more time that you have on your side, when you start this planning process, the better you're setting yourself up. So I think a lot of the times we focus on finding like the perfect investment tool or like the perfect insurance product or like the perfect person. What I really try and let my clients know is that like, we're going to be in this for the long haul. We're going to have a long-term relationship here. So first and foremost, you need to feel comfortable. If for some reason I just rub you the wrong way and you don't like me, I can refer you to someone else. (laughs) It's true though. Don't choose not to move forward in your planning because Sarah rubs you the wrong way. (laughs) that's something that's true. So I think for people, it's like, maybe they have a trusted financial expert within their family. It could be like a sibling that uses someone, but could be someone that is provided as a resource through the company that you work with. It could be you finding your local agent or financial expert. It could be a friend who refers you to someone, whoever it is. I kind of like to kind of this analogy, it'll work for both of them, but men are very loyal to their barbers. They find their barber and they don't leave their barber. I think my husband has been with his barber for like 10 years and he had another one before that. He was with him for like six or seven years, but he moved to a different state. I think for women too, we want to go to the same person for our hair. And that person though, who's providing that service for you, you stick with them because they learn how you like your hair done. They learn the direction in which your hair grows. They begin to know who you are. They're able to provide that better service for you because they're working with you more. Great analogy, by the way, because when that person that you trust says, hey, I've got a new idea or, hey, there's this new thing out there, you're able to trust them that they're not leading you down the wrong path, even about your hair. Right, exactly. I think that this is something that it's like you want to find a financial person that you're going to be developing that same relationship with. And it's important that you stick with them because they are going to learn who you are as a person. They're going to keep you on track with your goals too. This is someone who's going to keep you accountable. So we know that when we set up a plan and we set insurance in place or whatever it is, if it's retirement and you're contributing monthly, we get a notification if a monthly payment doesn't go through. We know we have to give you a call and say, hey, Mr. Smith, what happened? Is everything okay? Did you have something unexpected happen? Was this some irresponsible spending? That's why you didn't make this payment. This person is going to help keep you accountable, but they're going to help you grow and they're going to learn who you are as a person and they're going to keep you on track. So there's a lot of people that work in the financial services industry and you are going to come across tons of them throughout your lifetime. Just like you're going to come across other barbers like, Hey, let me cut your hair. I promise I'm good. I'm better than the barber. And you're like, nah, I'm good. My barber, he's been doing his thing for five, 10 years. I like what he does. I trust him. He does a good job every time. I appreciate it, but no, thank you. You're going to run into similar situations too. And I mean, unless there is a circumstance in which you really are unhappy with the person that you're with, you want to go into it with the mindset that this is going to be the person that I'm going to use. And sometimes you'll have multiple people. There are people that they specialize in certain areas and they may say, Hey, I'm going to take care of X, Y, and Z for you. But when we talk about this, I'm going to bring this person in. Let me know if you like them, as long as you like them, we'll include them in your planning. If for some reason you don't, 
I can recommend something else. One of the best ways to stay on track with finances once you start is to make sure that you're developing that long-term relationship with that financial person. I think one of the last things that I'll probably say the recommendation for that is you want to find someone you feel comfortable with. You want to find someone that's trustworthy and you want to find someone that educates you on what they're recommending and what they're recommending that you put in place. So you want to find someone that educates and not just sells you. And I think what really steers people away from people from the financial services industry is they sit down with someone and they just feel like this person's trying to sell me something. I don't know what it is but they just keep trying to sell me something. They won't stop calling. And now I don't like insurance people. So I think the most important things is find someone you like, find someone you can trust and find someone that educates you and not just sells you. That's probably the most important thing. Yeah, I would agree with that. You want somebody who's willing to take the time and explain to you what it is they're talking to you about. Nobody wants to fork over money for something they don't know what it's for. You want to be on the same page with your financial advisor. Talk to us a little bit about when you start planning early versus starting to plan later. I know we've said it's always a benefit to start planning early. The earlier you get started, the better and the stronger your financial house is going to be in the long run. So give us some scenarios, some information about planning earlier versus planning later. So when you start planning earlier, you have time on your side. And that's because when you start planning earlier and you start planning earlier for retirement, the majority of retirement vehicles, they're investing your money and a lot of them are market-based. You're going to have the most growth in market-based investment vehicles. But with the market comes volatility. If you pay attention, you know that it goes up and down. And even if you don't, it's going up and down when you see things like inflation happen, when you see things like gas prices going up, the cost of living is going up. These are all economic factors. What happens is the market can be volatile because it's going to go up and down, right? So long-term, you're investing long-term, you're going to have good returns when it comes to the market. So if you start contributing to your 401k when you're in your 20s and you start working, or if you set up an IRA or a Roth IRA, those are two independent retirement vehicles that you can contribute throughout your lifetime. And the money will be invested and you can take distributions in addition to other retirement vehicles. But if you start doing this earlier rather than later, you have more time with the market and time is always on your side when it comes to the market. Because long term, it's a long-term game. If people put money into the market and they try and pull it out a few years later, a lot of the times they end up taking a loss. And that's because they're putting money in at a good time. And then the market gets volatile and they take it out and you take a loss on your money, but you have to leave it in the market, let the market go through that period of volatility. And then when the market goes back up, you're going to see that money grow again. Don't panic. You want to panic if you have over $250,000 in a bank account and the bank collapses because that's the maximum that's insured, but you don't need to panic when the market's going up and down because it's going to go up and down. Now, when you start planning later and you're putting your money into market-based tools, which you have to do if you're starting later, because you're going to get higher return than if you're using fixed vehicles, but now you don't have as much time on your side. So you have less kind of market cycles. You have less economic cycles that are going to contribute to the growth. You're going to have the highs and the lows, but in a 10-year span, you could have more lows than highs depending on what's going on in the economy. But if you now stretch that over 30 years, it's going to even out. Ideally, when it comes to retirement planning, it's something that you need and you want to start earlier. And the earlier you start, the less risky your plan is going to be. So when you start later, 
someone comes to us and they're like in their 50s and they want to retire in 10 years or 15 years, well, first of all, you have to make up for lost time. People come to us and they're like, okay, I need to start paying for retirement. $200 a month, $200 a month at 50 years old is not going to get you to retirement in 10 or 15 years, not even close to it. So you have to make up for the last 20 years that you weren't contributing to retirement. But now when you start contributing later, it's riskier because there's more volatility that can happen in the market in that shorter period of time from when you start to when you're needing to access that money when you get into retirement. The safest thing that people can do is start earlier sit down with a planner. There's also tools that can help with that volatility that can be put in place so that if the market is not performing well, you don't have to take your money out of a specific vehicle and take a loss. There's tools in place to kind of balance everything out. But if you're starting later, we have to put up a lot more money up front in order to play catch up and in order to take the risk to make the money in the market, but then also have that cushion of fixed investments as well to help balance you out. So the moral of the story is start as early as you can, at least start having the conversation early. So, you know, I can't do something right now, but let's put a plan in place for me to start something and start building on that as early as possible. So you can have the best retirement that you can have. Exactly. Exactly. Retirement, it used to be something that people worked at the same companies for 30, 40 plus years. Everyone got a pension. You could have your benefits through your job and be set. But unfortunately, things change over time. One of the huge things too is that if you do have benefits in your retirement through your employer, the majority of the time you still need to meet with someone and make sure that you're on track and that your plan is going to get you through retirement because a lot of the times it won't. Now, I think technology is awesome in a lot of ways, but I mean, all these finance companies, we have tools and calculators where we can sit down with someone. We can literally input what's in your retirement account. We can input how much you're contributing for X amount of years until you retire. And we can show you based on what your withdrawals are going to be in retirement, what age you're going to run out of money. When we sit down with people, we do this and we start inputting everything in and we take a look at what happens and it's like 76, you're going to run out of money. And that usually isn't even something that people are aware of. But if you sit down with someone, you can find out. And then if that is in fact what could happen to you, then you can fix it. And it's better to fix it earlier than later. Right. Yeah. We don't want to run out of money before the end of our life. We don't want more life left than our money. So yeah, starting earlier and starting with something. We've said this numerous times in the different sessions, something is better than nothing. Starting that conversation is better than not starting the conversations. You can start somewhere. And I just want to remind everybody, and you've said this as well, you all are valuable. Everybody deserves to have some kind of foundation, some kind of retirement, some kind of end of life care, all of the things that we've covered, everybody deserves that you deserve that. And there is a way for you to get that there's a plan for you with wherever you are, there's a plan. So you just have to start somewhere. Sarah, is there anything we haven't covered that we had said we were going to cover? The last thing that I would kind of just like everyone to have on their radar is that we all want that one-stop shop solution that's going to make us a millionaire. That really is not something that exists. There's a lot of information that floats around on the internet, all these social media apps and people that, hey, if you invest $500 with me, I'm going to turn it into $75,000. Stuff like that. People who get lucky in investing Bitcoin, 
That's a great example. Bitcoin had this surge and it was just people who bought into it at the right time before that surge happened that got really wealthy off of it. And I think a lot of those kind of success stories floated around the internet and then it fueled people to start buying into other types of cryptocurrencies and other types of stocks in hopes that there was going to be a huge surge and they were going to put five or $10,000 in and then come out with half a million dollars. Those things aren't impossible, but that should not, and it really can cannot be someone's strategy as far as building your financial house. If you have some money and you want to invest it and you want to play around in the stock market, more power to you, but that cannot be your financial house. But for anyone that came up and made a lot of money, good for them. And if that is something that happens to anyone in your lifetime, that is an excellent addition. It takes time to strategize your finances and it takes time to get your money to grow and get it to grow and be there in a sustainable way. And I think that's the most important thing, especially for people working in the transportation industry that is in the certain income range. We see a lot of guys that do well, they're able to pay the bills, support the household, cover the necessities, cover some extra things. You want to make sure that you are being responsible with your plan so that you don't devastate your money with one poor investment that didn't end up working out because you saw on TikTok or online or someone in your hometown made a lot of money from really just being in the right place at the right time, which is a stroke of luck for a lot of people. Unless you really, really understand different types of stocks and the market and you know what you're getting into, for most people, it really is a stroke of luck. And that's not to say that obviously money can be made in the stock market. There's day traders and all sorts of people that work in that sector of finance and, and make a lot of money, but it is still high risk. So I hope that people feel a little more motivated after this series and want to make some better financial decisions. But please just know that if there was one thing out there that made us all rich, we'd all have it in place and we'd all be rich. So take some of the financial information out there with a grain of salt that we see and we hear on the internet and find your financial person, be with them long-term, build a solid relationship, put your plan in place. You're going to watch your finances get better. You're going to watch your money grow. You're going to watch your retirement grow. All in all, you're going to feel better about what you're doing and you're going to feel better about being headed in the right direction and having less financial stress on your plate. Well, I sure appreciate you joining us for these sessions. We've said it's difficult to talk about. People don't always want to hear that there's planning that has to go into it, but there is. Now's the time to start and you need to decide where am I right now and where do I want to be and what are some steps that can help me get there and start making those plans now. So I hope everybody listens. A lot of times people run from financial information because they think, I don't want to hear that. I hope you don't run from this information. Even if you're just going to ponder it for a while, just really start to take the information that has been shared and think about what can I take from this that's going to help me be healthier financially in the long run? What is one piece, one nugget that I can take from this and start with and go from there and then start building that foundation? That's what this information is all about. Just start somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you for having me. I think this is a great series. I hope that it helps the people listening and they were able to take some pieces of key information and find it useful. And I wish success for everyone, especially everyone who's out there who's working hard. You deserve financial success. You deserve to have a good retirement, work hard and enjoy life later on. Thank you for having me. And I hope this helps some people get on track. 
Well, folks, that closes out our final edition of our six-part series on financial health featuring Sarah Cohen from New York Life, and you heard it right here on the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. Greg Thompson alongside your host, Shannon Courier. Shannon, we've now gone through all six parts of this series. Lots of information, lots to consider, lots of planning, but it's all there for people to take advantage of when they want to. Absolutely. So we hope people will listen to this information, really kind of ponder it, marinate on it. It's been a challenge to me personally because I feel like I have some things in place, but I don't have everything in place. It's not too late for me to put some of those missing pieces in place to have a stronger financial house for me and for my kids and grandkids down the line. So definitely a lot of information to consider, a lot of food for thought. As we've said in every episode, this information is going to live on. So go back to any of these episodes. You'll be able to find them on Podwheels Powered by Radio Nemo site, St. Christopher site. Of course, if you do podcasting on any other of the podcast sites, we'll be living there as well. We really appreciate Sarah and her time. She really took a lot of care into providing great information and it's detailed. So we did spend six episodes on it. But life is detailed. There's a lot to think about. There's a lot to know. There's a lot to plan for. And planning has been a theme that has run through this whole series. Planning for what could be, what might be, and eventually what will be. That's for sure. As we said all along, this information is there when you need it, when you want it. And as you said, this information has challenged us a little bit because it's making us think about things that we don't necessarily want to think about. But as we said throughout this series, it's better to look at it now than have it kick you in the rear end later. Because that's what happens when we talk about pay me now or pay me later. It's the level of pain you want. You can take degrees of pain here by planning, or you can risk having a lot of pain later. A lot of us can go through life and be very, very lucky, but eventually something's going to crop up and it's really going to hurt you if you don't have a plan. Right. It's really about those what ifs. And I know a lot of times when you talk about financial health and insurance and things like that, what are the odds? The odds seem to be pretty good in this industry. The trucking industry is an industry where we see a lot of injuries and illnesses and things like that. So being in this industry, these are things to at least consider. Consider what pieces you are interested in, at least talking to somebody about Ask the questions that you want to ask. Just talking to Sarah or somebody, you can ask the questions, see how it works, get some numbers. Maybe you can't pull the trigger today, but maybe you can plan for that. So by this date next year, I want to have this amount of money set aside so I can put that insurance in force, health insurance, life insurance, long-term care, whatever it might be, make a plan. Shannon, as I was listening to what you were just saying there, I was thinking about our listeners and I was thinking about how folks every day in this industry go through a pre-trip. They're doing their planning. And when you go through your pre-trip and you're looking at your trailer, you're looking at your rig, you're looking to see if there are things that can come up. If you've got a tire that's low on air, you're going to fill that dude up because you know that that's a risky thing. Think about this series and think about all that we've shared here. Think about it as a pre-trip. You're on a journey, but you're pausing and you're stopping and you're looking at where you are. You're looking at what your financial vehicle looks like. A lot of us don't want to do that because it's painful. It hurts, but it can really hurt you if that tire isn't filled up 
or if something else on your rig is not right. Right. And drivers are all about protection and safety. That is what drivers focus on while they're on the road. They want to protect those around them, protect themselves. They want to be as safe as possible. But you also want to provide some protection and safety for you personally and for your family. And that's what this series has really been about. And that's why it's so important. Now, before we go, I want to give you an opportunity to talk to folks about where they can access resources from the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund and how they can stay in touch with you through social media and your various outreaches. Yeah, absolutely. So if you go over to our website at truckersfund.org, people may not have noticed, but there is a resources tab at the top. If you click on that resources, we have hundreds of different resources for drivers for all kinds of things, things like this being one of them. And Sarah's information will be there as well, along with the podcast series. But hop over to truckersfund.org and take some time to look through what's on the website. We try to put as much information out there as we can to offer some resources available to drivers that might not know about. If you haven't, also connect with us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. We'd love to have you join us there. Whichever platform you use the most, we will be there. So come join us, follow us, like us, so you can stay up to date on all things St. Christopher Fund. So be sure to connect with us there. Until next time, thanks y'all for joining us. It's been a great series. It's been an informational, educational series. We want to provide fun stuff, but we want to provide the educational stuff. And some of it is hard to talk about, but I'll be honest, I'd rather talk about some of this stuff now than talk about it when I'm in a crisis situation. Y'all go take a listen to it. Y'all be safe out there. Share a kind word with somebody. Shake a stranger's hand. As Bill Weaver always says, you might make a friend.